This is Will Swan and you're listening to the Amber and Blue. Right, um, welcome. Um, good evening, everyone. It is 10 o'clock on the 1st of Feb. We have one hour until the transfer window slams shut. And let's be realistic. We've probably finished, haven't we? Um, looking at the tweets going out, BBC Nottingham Sport, we understand that any further transfer activity at Stags tonight is unlikely. Um, so what, what are you, what are his thoughts? Um, I mean, Tom Nichols, you know, I'm, I'm happy with that. It looks an okay signing. It's not one that, you know, you're going to do backflips about and stuff like that. But I was just watching. I think the thing for me is when I watched it back, if you watch the video that Mansfield have put out of his goals, a lot of them seem to be coming from crosses, either header or getting the, um, getting the foot in, but it's all coming from the cross. Now, if, if you've been watching a lot of our games this season, we tend to put loads of crosses in, but with no end product. And I do wonder if Nichols is the person to bring the end product to the crosses. Um, so just just from looking at that, I think maybe that's um, that's probably the reason we brought him in. Kian, what do you think to the window? Uh, I think we should have bought some more signings in, but I'm I'm quite happy with Nichols. To be fair, I think he's going to fit our play quite well. Um, where where else do you think we should have strengthened, mate? Uh, I think we should have uh, bought another striker and potentially another defender with Flinty being out. Yeah, I think I think Flint's one of them. Whether or they, they said, I think, didn't they say it were a partial dislocation and it went back in? So, might be a case of him getting some pain injections and playing. But obviously, County tonight have signed some six foot one striker or something like that from like Gambia or somewhere like that. So, I don't know whether he's, um, he's like green card, whatever it is now, you need to play in England. I don't know whether that'll be available ready for Saturday. Um, so, yeah, Kian. apart from that, would you have strengthened anywhere else? Would you expecting anyone to leave? Um, well, I've seen that Carlisle were interested in Aikens, but I don't think there was any truth in that. And I think maybe we should have bought a midfielder in just to strengthen it, that midfield. Yeah, where did the Aikens Carlisle rumour even start from? Like, uh, I'm not sure to be fair. Yeah, I got a message in the group chat about it tonight and just thought it was your typical like transfer deadline day crap. Um, but when I saw it, I was like, mm, that's because Carlisle have brought quite a few like League Two players, but I didn't have them down for someone like that. But yeah, it's just been, I don't know, it just feels a little bit disappointing. Obviously, there were the rumors about Omari Patrick. Um, Clearly, we couldn't obviously get a deal done over the line. And then there was the uh, George Lapsley one that apparently had legs to it. So, yesterday it was pretty much, and this is from like Gillingham's Twitter space that I went on earlier. So, yesterday it was looking like Laps would come back to us on loan until the end of the season. Um, for whatever reason, I know he's had a couple of injuries. It's not working out for Laps at Gillingham. He's... Um, he can't get a decent run in the team. And when he does, he tends to pick up a knock. Uh, Gillingham fans have said there's obviously talent and there's a player there, but they just can't seem to get the best of him going. The same as like Ollie Hawkins as well. They've, they all quite like Ollie Hawkins, but they've said he's struggling a lot with injuries nowadays. So they seem to think they'll be phasing him out and probably letting him go in the summer. But yeah, as for laps, apparently we inquired. Uh, there was solid interest there. He was happy to come back. And then I believe that um, Gillingham got a decent offer for a midfielder um, and obviously have let somebody else go, which meant there's not the cover needed. So they've decided to keep Lapsley. So that's obviously another one um, off the list. But I feel like this 
this window's been more about missed players than signing players. Um, obviously, we all know that Nichols want on and one target, and Gregory was. Kian, do you think we've wasted a lot of the window on pursuing Gregory, and should we have looked at other targets earlier? Uh, yeah, we've left it way too late. Because, um, I mean, the Gregory deal was pretty much guaranteed and then their owner just pulled out of it and wanted more money, which is, which basically just wasted our whole transfer window. Yeah, I, I think we should have just moved on a lot quicker. I mean, apparently with the Gregory thing, Derby have offered 75% of his wages um, and still Sheffield Wednesday have turned them down. So now it's looking like Sheffield Wednesday are going to be stuck with a player on 12 grand a week that they could have offloaded and got a bit of cash for, like saved on wage bill, and now they're just stuck with him. It, it doesn't make sense. Um, and it's just a bit of a disappointment because that's all we've heard all window is Gregory this, Gregory that. It's not happened. Um, and I just feel like it's not, I think we needed more than what we brought in. I don't realistically your one signing is replacing Reese Oates. Um, so if you look at it realistically, we've we've still not replaced Danny Johnson as a striker. We've never replaced him since the end of the season. Um, I think with the amount of injuries that are starting to top up, especially at the back, um, I'm surprised we haven't looked at some kind of cover in that, even at like loan deals and stuff like that. Obviously, you've seen that Riley Arbottle's been available. He's gone down to Colchester. He could have come in and done a job for us as well. There's quite a lot of options that were out there for us as well. Look, Forest Green's just brought back their record goal scorer from Hibs on loan. He'd have done us a job as well. I just think sometimes, whether it, whether it be Nigel or whether it be Simon, they get obsessed over one players, and I don't think we fully have um a plan b so to speak um what do you think kian um yeah i i agree with you to be fair um well i mean it it didn't help with how late uh, in the window Finn's got injured so we hadn't been able to get a proper scan on him so we just had to guess to be fair yeah, I think that's the thing. But I know, like Nigel, likes to uh, keep it keep it close to his chest and all stuff like that. Um, but yeah, re- realistically, I think we we could have done with more. I think we've got we've got a couple of players. I think on the books that could have gone out, um, could have saved wages on. But obviously, we've got what we've got now, and this is how we're going to go. Whether whether or not this is. You know, we're going to be sat here at the end of the season going, we're promoted, didn't matter, only brought one player in, or is it going to be a case of so close but yet so far um, and we dip out in the playoffs, I think. I do think the small squad kills us. I know many many Stags fans have brought that up before about the small squad. I just think that um, we, we do need to be looking at probably extending it even by like three, even by three. I think, obviously, I don't think Oates will probably get back this season now. I think that's that's obviously clearly clearly true. That's him done. Um, Hewitt, possibly towards the end. Johnson, I think, was, what, 12 weeks? So that takes you a while as well. So, I don't know. I just, I feel, and I don't know how you feel, Kian, but I feel we just we just seem to be lacking at the minute and... You know, this is the thing. If if we don't get promoted, then maybe it's it's time to look at like small squads and the fact that they don't really work at this level playing. Bearing in mind, we've got a lot of Saturday, Tuesdays coming up with cancelled games and stuff like that as well. Um, obviously, Forest Green. Forest Green are really strong. Um, now they've now they've signed some players. Then they're fighting for their lives. So clearly, that's not going to be an easy game either. I know there's no easy games now, but yeah, we need to. Uh, I mean, like 
like somebody's just put in the chat, we could we could announce something at half past ten, but I think as time ticks by, it's looking less and less likely. Uh, evening, Richard. Evening. Uh, obviously, an absolute bang into it space tonight because we want to talk about all them signings that we've nearly had. Um, what what well, we, you said, we said it, we said it could be a pretty quiet one, didn't we? Yeah, literally. I think all day I've expected. To be fair, all day I've thought three. Uh, we bring three in, and we haven't. Although I will say, Nichols was there yesterday. Apparently, it all got done with yesterday. I, I don't know why we've left it so late to announce it. And realistically, you know, looking how some teams announce their signings, I would love us to be a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Reactive to the fan base, Rich. Yeah, um, like I said, I, I know a lot. It was pretty much. I think all the media stuff and that for Nichols was done yesterday. So I don't know. I don't know why they've waited until today. Whether they're planning some sort of double announcement with uh, someone else they were after or what, I don't know. But or whether they were just saving it so they could say we've signed someone on deadline day. But yeah. We go what we'll go, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. You you sound optimistic. Um, do you think one signing in a window is enough, Rich? No. Well, I suppose we'll, we'll find out come the end of April, beginning of May. I suppose that'll be that'll be the biggest uh, time to judge. But uh, I think I think before the window started, we all knew that we needed a striker in, and then obviously since the window's opened. You know, you've lost Oates, who's out for the season. You've lost Callum Johnson, who is pretty much out for the season, I think. McDonald's out for six weeks or whatever. Um, coupled with the amount of, sort of, like you said, sort of Saturday, Tuesday games we've got coming up, we're, we're partial to a few muscle injuries every now and then. So, uh, yeah, I think we probably needed two or three in. So just to get one, I think we've wasted a lot of the window pinning us hopes on Lee Gregory coming in. Uh, you know, I suppose it's hard to, I suppose, to say when to draw a line and move on. But I think, you know, we've spent up until probably the last few days expecting him to come in and he hasn't. So then it's been a case of what can we get in the last couple of days? And obviously, I say on the face of it, I think Tom Nichols is a good player. I think he adds something to the squad. I think I think he'll be a good addition, but I just I don't think it's enough in terms of personnel. Yeah, is there anywhere you'd like to have seen like strength and rich? Well, without like says, it's still up in the air about Aidan Flint. It seems to be there seems to be a lot more noise that he might be available for. For Saturday, whether he is or not, I don't know. But you know, if he's not, then you could argue that we need a centre half in. Um, again, I'd have liked to. You know, if we are going to occasionally move to this four-three-three, I think I'd have liked to have seen maybe as a wide player come in. I think we spoke last night about Amari Patrick possibly coming in from Sutton, someone who would give us that bit of width if we went to the four-three-three. Um, but yeah, I I have just seen apparently we wouldn't have been able to bring anybody else in without letting anybody else go because of the squad registration rules um and how many we've got in. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I don't think you have to register under twenty one, so we could have potentially brought in a couple of youngsters from academies or whatever just to give us some legs in and around the squad because like I say, we are we will pick up injuries. We we can't go several weeks without not doing so. Injuries are going to come, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I had a quick look at it, and I was under the impression that we had room for two more. Um, without without letting anybody go, that was the impression I quickly glanced over. I've not massively looked over it in depth, but like obviously, you've got you've now got fans saying that you know fans fans should be content with one signing and stuff like that, but. You know, the thing is, you're pushing for promotion, you're up there. We can all see the areas that we're short. So, of course, people are going to be disappointed. 
you know, it's one of them things. It don't mean they're going to... Do you know, out of everyone, it, genuinely out of everyone who I feel sorry for the most, it's probably Tom Nichols. Imagine coming into a club that's trying to get promoted, pushing up the league with a fan base that turns quicker than a 10 pence piece when it's spun. He's coming in on a Notts County game where home form, we're genuinely not great anyway. Um and he's got to try and do something. And you can guarantee that if he doesn't score or create something on his first game, it'd just be labelled shit and it'd be a terrible window. So I think I think genuinely the person that I feel sorry for the most out of all this is Tom Nichols. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think for... Well, I suppose you get it anyway, don't you? But like you said, I think there's a lot of people looking through the comments on different social media posts when the club put it out is is writing him off uh, writing him off straight away and I think a lot have gone straight to his uh, his Gillingham record I think it's 7-40 seven, seven or something which you know for a, if you were classing him as a goal scorer it, it's not prolific but he, he's not known for being prolific he's you know he, he creates goals as well and when you look at some of the comments that you're getting from Gillingham fans you know what you are going to get with him is someone who can score goals. He can create chances, and he, you know, he's always going to put a shift in and, and work hard. Which you can only ask for that as long as he's putting a graft in. You know, some some players perform better in different systems. We don't know how much game time he's been getting at Gillingham, whether he suits their system or whether he doesn't. You know, he might come in and find that our system suits the way he likes to play, and you know, he could score on Saturday and go go on a go on a run. You know. That got that video thing that Stags put on earlier with the different goals he scored. And, you know he can he scored quite a few with his head, which looking at him, he doesn't look like a a guy that you would assume that he's going to score loads with his head. But he seems to be scoring with his head. He scored, a, you know, he scored with his right and left foot, so he can do it with both feet. So you know there is a player in there. It's down to Nigel to to get it out of him. So we'll have to see what happens. But like you say, you just got to get get behind him. It's no, he's writing him off before he's even come in, just because. Everyone's looked at a couple of stats from Gillingham, and they don't they don't say that he's scoring two goals a game or something. You know, you're not going to get that player at League Two. Yeah, definitely. And I think you know, if there's anything to look at, it's Davis Keeler Dunn's stats at Burton. Um, they weren't they weren't nothing amazing or nothing standout. And then if you look at the season he's having for us at the moment, you know, you can't can't always go off. Like a Gillingham fan said to me that puts it in perspective is the fact that, you know, they said it never be an out-and-out 20-goal-a-season striker, but he says, I get the feeling that Nigel doesn't want a 20-goal-a-season striker. He's had that. He had it under Johnson. He had it under Andy Cook, and it's not quite worked out. If you notice the one thing with us, we like to spread our goals across the strikers, across the midfield. Um, and I think I think the problem is half the issue is with us at the minute is that the goals we get from midfield have slowly dried up, and I think that's probably part of the problem. But if Nichols can come in and create something, then you know, good luck to him. But I I just think looking at them goals, they're all coming from crosses. And I said earlier on, like when we first started, that it is probably that's why he's been brought in. They've looked at them goals from crosses and thought. That's what we need. We need a finisher for the crosses because how many times do we all sit there and watch Mansfield, especially at home, get the ball on wing, cross, and it's gone to absolutely no one? Or when we have put a good cross in, there's no one in the middle. I think Nichols has probably been brought in to do that. Yeah, possibly. Like I say, it's. Uh... I, I, th- I think it will be. I think it'll be a good. Uh... A good addition, like I said, I'd like to see him. It'll be interesting to see how he um, how he gets him and DKD sort of working together. Because when you look at reports on him and what different fans of different clubs are saying about him that that, that he's played for, he, he sort of likes to drop between the lines and, and pick the ball up, which you know it is a lot of what what DKD does. So how how he's going to get them all sort of working at the same time? Because you would think he's been brought in to to sort of start games. It, it's very rare we bring 
sort of squad players in, you know what I mean? So I think he is going to come in and start. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, at the weekend, how we sort of... I know we've got a few injuries and suspensions as well to deal with, so it'll be interesting to see how he, how he sets up on Saturday. Yeah, I... I think it's quite interesting as well. Do you think he drops Aikens to the back or do you think he drops him or does he play him? I could potentially see Aikens going right back. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want I don't I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put him there personally because I, I think he offers too much in terms of holding the ball up and getting us up the pitch. Um like going forward, but I I could potentially see him starting Aikens at at right back at the weekend um, so whether that would mean he would then go with Nichols and, and Swan up front I don't know um, it, it's sort of the back line that's going to be the interesting one what what he goes within the back line and then after that you'll, you'll probably be able to piece the rest of the team together given who we've got available yeah I think I think that's it isn't it and like you know looking at that there isn't there isn't much available, is there, to be fair? Yeah, I mean, Cargill's obviously going to start centre-half and McLaughlin's going to start left-back, I would have thought. So it's then whether he goes with something like Brunt alongside Cargill at centre-half and either Aikens or George Williams at right-back or does he put someone like John Joe Tall in at centre-half with Cargill and put Brunt out at right-back? We know how that turned out last time, so I don't think he would want to do that again, but at the minute, it's sort of getting a team, getting a defensive unit out there. Or we could all be sat here and then Aidan Flint could be fit to start. So Yeah, or we could all be sat here and have Nichols play right-back because of a star player. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just don't know, do you? And I think this is the thing. It's like, you, you know, you've got to try and guess Nigel's best 11 and you can't. I think, for me, it all hinders on Aidan Flynn and whether he's fit or not. I mean, it's just, it is just, we get into this concerning stage now where, you know, obviously Quinn's banned, Barry's banned, Johnson's injured, McDonald's injured, Flint's possibly injured. It's like we're going back to the start of the season when we had next to nothing I mean, the, the option is... I don't, I don't know if anything's been confirmed, but I'm, from what I'm led to believe, I think Quinn's just a one-game suspension. And I think Barry's is two. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think two uh, two yellows, I think it's one, isn't it? And then Barry's red card, I think because it's not violent or like that violent conduct, I think it's two. So, again, you know, we've we've lost him for two games. And, and to be fair... These past couple of weeks, Bowery's looked tired, so it's probably a good thing for Bowery a bit of a rest. To be fair, well, <laughs> and the other and the other thing we've got to contemplate is who's going to manage us on sidelines because there's a good chance by the time Saturday comes around, Nigel Clough and uh, Andy Garner could both be serving touchline bands at this rate. Yeah, well, Garner's got until the fifth to answer, Annie. Well, Has he? Oh, yeah, that takes him past the weekend then. Yeah, so it takes him past the weekend. Nigel's got until tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously, again, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? You know, we've had, we've had more of them than signings so far. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, mate. Um, I'm a li- I'm a little bit nervous for Saturday, to be honest, because I mean the, pl- the plan. The game. Obviously, the main plan were the main plan seemed to be Lee Gregory. So I would imagine if we we're planning on getting Lee Gregory in because of the finances that I can imagine would have been behind that deal, he would have been the only signing anyway. So, the flip side to that is, if we'd have only assigned Lee Gregory, would everybody have been happy? You'd have been happy with the ter- in terms of the quality of the player that were brought in, but it still would have only been one player. Yeah. So, yeah. then... The amount of players that we've been linked with today, I think Nigel said in his conference on Tuesday that they were at, they were trying to get in two of the three. So it'll be interesting to know what's happened with that second player, whoever it was, and whatever the reason is, it hasn't happened. But that's I suppose that's a risky run when you leave it as late as we have done. Yeah, definitely. And I have got I have got a question to ask you, Rich, and I'll be interested to hear your views on this. 
I know it's, 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 it's a decent one. Do you think, A, we'd have had better backup targets if David Short would have been still at the club? Do you think it would have been possibly a little bit handled a bit better? Or do you think this would have happened anyway with David Short still at the club? Um, I would like to think we would have been in a better position had David Sharp been in the club because I just feel that his sole job was Mansfield Town. He was, you know, he was based there. I don't know. Obviously, he was he when he left. Obviously, Cowling took over and got whatever title she has, but they spend the majority of their time abroad. I don't know how much dealings they're having with, with transfers, ins and outs, or whether it's just left to the people that are sort of based at based still in Mansfield. But I think if David Sharp was still here, I think would have been more organised and more planning. I don't think he would have left us waiting for, like, waiting on the Lee Gregory deal as late as we left it. Yeah, I I think so as well. I think, um, I think had he had still been here, I think we'd have probably been that little bit more switched on. Like you say, I don't think we'd have just sat around waiting for one player. Um, but like you say, it's, you know, it's nearly half past 10. There's half an hour left. Do you think we do any more business, Rich? No. Well, just, just before I came on here, uh, Radio Nottingham, BBC Radio Nottingham tweeted out that they believe everything's done at Mansfield. Um, so I, I can't, I can't see any more coming in, um, and obviously no, no more's going out. So we're gonna, we'll go with what we've got, and you know, in the in the next couple of weeks, if we can get through the next couple of weeks without picking up any more injuries, and suddenly you've got Bowery back and you've got Quinn back, and hopefully Flint's available again, then things start looking a little bit more rosy because you know, on paper, it's it it's a good squad. We had a good squad. You know, before Tom Nichols, we've added to that, and I know we've lost Reese Oates, but he has been very much a, a bit part player this season in terms of injuries he's picked up and how long he's spent out and what have you. So, hopefully, Tom Nichols comes in, keeps fit, gets a regular run in the side, and finds his form and scores some goals. Yeah, I think so, but you know, we. We take negatives away from it and we've all had a bit of a moan um, and a bit of disappointment. However, positive to this is Will Swan. Now, if you're Will Swan now, are you feeling a little bit more relieved, Rich, or what? Well, I suppose he could be looking at it two ways. He's either looking forward to trying to play with him or he's thinking... I hope that's not just put me back on bench. Um, like I said, I, I would still like to see Swan start on Saturday after scoring last week. I think he strikes me very much as a as a confidence player, and I think getting that goal on Saturday, you know, his, his tail's going to be up, his confidence is going to be up. So, you know, give him a start on Saturday, give him an hour or whatever, and see if he can get get another goal. But you know, we we don't know how much planning. Has gone into this Tom Nichols signing. It could be, he could be, he could be brought in. It could be a whole formation change. You know, it might, we might be moving away from the sort of diamond midfield to go to a a four three three or a five at the back with an extra body in the middle or whatever to get Nichols in the side or what we don't know. It'll be interesting to see when the team comes out on Saturday what sort of route we go down. But yeah, I think I think for Swan, I, I would like to see him start and you know see if a run of games and can keep him going. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, I would, and I really like Lucas Aikens, but I would probably drop him Saturday. I'd probably put Nichols and Swan up front and then have DKD sat behind the two of them. County is still playing that high line. Um, and I think this, the three of them would cause them a lot of problems. And I think when we've not got Aikens up there, we'd probably resist the the panic to just boot it long and hope for him to bring it down and hold it up. Uh, I mean, it's no disrespect to Aikens, but I just think 
I think we beat County on the floor on Saturday, not by just oofing balls up. And I think if Lucas isn't there, you know, you've not got that you've not got that thing where you think, oh, I'll just punt it up to him and let him bring it down. Yeah, like I say, Notts kind of do play a high line, so either way, I would imagine at least Swan or Nichols are going to be up there, so you know, there's going to be space in behind for them to to run. I just hope we get off to a good start on on Saturday because I think you know, right, rightly or wrongly, whether you agree with them or not, there's a lot of people that are annoyed or upset or whatever that... This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. They feel it's been a disappointing window, so I think it's going to be a bit like walking on eggshells on Saturday. If uh, if not, it's going to go a goal up. I, you, can, you can just sense that the crowd's going to turn and, well, not, not everyone, but you know what I mean, like... The, the feeling inside the stadium. So I just hope we get a, an early goal and go 1-0 up and hopefully the, the crowd and the momentum swings and, you know, you'd like to hope we're not comfortable winners, but it never normally works like that. But we just need to get off to a good start, I think. Yeah, I think so as well. And I, th- I think you're right. It will, it it would take an early goal from County to kind of suck the wind from the fans. And, you know, we, we know what it's like at Phil Mill at best of times, but I think, yeah, I just think that I know Nigel's openly come out and said that this game doesn't define our season, whether we win or lose it. I think it does. I think if we win this, this is the motivation that pushes you on and gets you over the line. I think if we lose it, fans heads to drop. Everyone would be on here signing it, saying we should have signed more than one player. Rah, 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 rah. You can see it now. And then I think the players will go a little bit down on their look. And then I think it just slowly drops off. Um, what do you think, Rich? Um, I don't think... I, I would agree with Nigel in terms of I don't think it defines... the. You know, it's not going to be season-defining. Um, I mean, if you look at when we went to County and beat them... It wasn't long after that. I know there were cup games, but we sort of lost three in a row um, in the cup. So, you know, I, w- I wouldn't say it defines the season. Um, obviously, it'd be nice to to get a win, and obviously, you, you don't want to get beat. But I don't, I don't think it. I don't think Saturday decides whether we go up or not. I think overall, I think looking at what teams around us have done. Um, I was of the belief before the last week and flurry of transfer activity that we were sort of playing for third place. And I think that's that's going to be the case. I think Stockport County and Wrexham, I think they're going to be... I think they're going to be battling it out between themselves for the top two places. And then I think it's sort of a best of the rest um, across the rest of us battling for that last automatic space. Um, we've got enough to get to third, in my opinion. Um, like I say, once we get past the next week or so, we'll get these couple of injuries and suspensions back. As I, I do think we've got enough to get third. Yeah, I, I think I think we've got enough. Um, it's just, it's. I think our biggest thing is We've got the quality. We know we we know we've got the players. We've seen that earlier on on in the season. It's just my biggest question is: Can the players do it? Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. I think that that's the biggest issue. I don't think I don't think we're going to lose games. Like I said on Amber and Blue last night, out of all the teams that have beaten us and drew with us, I don't think any of them have been better than us. I've not walked away from a game. Like I did last season when we got smashed by Salford and like Swindon, I haven't walked away from them going, they're a better team. I don't, I know we've not really seen like the Wrexham or like since the new signings, but I don't, I don't think there's a better team in this league than us. It's just whether or not 
we can stay injury free and just keep going. Um, Gav says in comments, um, the window lacks ambition. Um, do you think it lacks ambition, Rich? Um, but I suppose you could say the ambition was obviously it was there to bring in someone of Lee Gregory's stature. Um, obviously, that hasn't worked out for whatever reason. From what we're led to believe, it's more on the Wednesday end because I think Derby's had problems negotiating with him as well. Um, like I say, it's hard. I've been thrown now because I don't know how many uh, players we could have brought in with this whole squad registration thing. Um, so I don't know what would have been like. I say, under twenty ones don't have to be registered, from what I can remember. Um, But yeah, like I say, beginning of the window, we needed a striker. We've got a striker. Obviously, injuries since then have meant we probably required more. Um, but then like I say, because we've wasted so much time on the whole Gregory situation, we've sort of been left scraping, well, not scraping barrel, but seeing what's left out there because other teams have, you know, gone out and picked players up. I personally, if we hadn't have bothered with Lee Gregory, I'd have liked to have seen Cole Stockton come in. It was gone to. Is it, is it Barrow he went to? Right? Yeah, yeah, he went to Barrow. Um, I'd have liked to have seen him come in, but we'd have, I presume whether we're in from or not, we didn't get in because we're focusing on uh, on Gregory. But like I say, time will tell. Um, I can understand why there's frustration out there that we haven't brought more in because I think numbers do worry me. And it, the other thing that worries me is the play, some of the players that we've got on the bench, we know Nigel doesn't like to use predominantly. Um, so it could be that for all we've got sort of 17, 18 players, it's going to be sort of 14, 15 that, that play the games unless he's forced to play them through through injury. Um, we know there's probably a couple of players that if we could have, we'd have got rid of in January. Um, but that hasn't happened. So, like I say, on paper, we've got the squad. It's just how we use that squad and, you know, try and prevent picking up injuries as much as we can. It, I think it, the, the Callum Johnson injury last time, he'd, he'd played was it, when we had that busy period over Christmas and I think he started all four games when he had a history of muscle injuries anyway and then picked up a muscle injury. They're the sort of things that we're going to have to be wary of. It's no use running players into the ground and then wondering why we're picking up muscle injuries. Use your bench and make sure we keep everyone fresh, as fresh as possible. Yeah, that's it. I think moving forward, we, we're going to have to, aren't we? Um, so it's 25 players. Um, but we may have just got it up. Oh, bollocks, where's it gone? Uh, here we go. So it's a maximum of 25 players, says here. Um how many teams? Yeah, 25. We can't have fucking 25 players registered, sure. No, and uh, under 21s. Yeah, how many players can, can a club register? No club can have more than 25 players during a season, two of which must be goalkeepers. Minimum eight of those 25 places reserved for exclusively locally trained player. So, I think let's flick page. Four, five, six. Yeah, I know that's one, one, two, three, four. Lord's <laughs> right. Gailey. I've counted 26, not including Owen Mason. Right. George Cooper's got to be under 21, surely. Yeah. So that would be 25. So maybe we have got 25 registered. How old's Gailey, though? You see, everyone keeps saying he's young, but I'm sure he's like 23 or something. 2001. 23, yeah. Shit. Uh, Runty, how old's Runty? 2000. I think, he, I think he's 23 as well. Clutching at straws now. But worst case scenario, I'm guessing you could always um, deregister some players. You could, but... Uh, uh, at a, at a League Two club, you're not, you don't want 
players just sat around picking a wage and not being registered to No, but like like your likes of a long term injury like Oates. If you know Oates and yeah, Kilgore aren't playing been. again for the season, if you you can like deregister them, that opens up two. You know. Well, speaking of injuries, speaking of injuries and long-term injuries, that that's one positive where I can focus on. That uh, Elliot Hewitt's going to be back end of this. I think he said end of this month, didn't he? Did he say end of February on Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's good to get him back. Yeah, it, it will. Nothing. It just how long is it going to take him to uh, get up to speed? So apparently, it's twenty-two, not twenty-five. It might be because th- I think it might be three goal. We can't be three goalkeepers because we've only well, got two. Well, if it's if it's only twenty two, then we're already over. So how does that work? It's got to be twenty five. Got to be. It says, not not if it says, but four locally trained players, which Swan, I'm guessing is classed as local. Brun is Leicester classed as local, even though he's not a player. Don't know. George Cooper. Cooper. James Gale. Gale, and that'll be it. That's all we've got. We've not, we've not really got much youth coming through in this team, have we? So, I don't know. I don't know how that works out. To be fair, like, never thought of that one. But, uh, so apparently, like I said, we know we know there's players in the squad that, um. Had we have had the chance, he would have got rid of. But obviously, with the amount of injuries we've got, we're in a position where we couldn't let players go without having players ready to. Yeah, it, to come in. Obviously, it's been it's been rumored all winter that Botang was going to be going, but because of the injuries, you know, we couldn't let him go without having someone else lined up to come in. Obviously, we've been linked with four or five today, and we've only managed to finalise the deal for Nichols. So, whatever's happened with the rest of them, we don't know. But yeah, yeah, I think it's just a strange one, isn't it? it it's just I genuinely thought we would be um, we'd be quite busy today, and I genuinely thought there might be outgoings. I don't know about you, Rich. I was never expecting outgoings unless we like we were guaranteeing a a one in one out sort of thing um, like I say obviously Botang's been linked with Swindon I think most at Winder um, so whether he would have been allowed to leave had the likes of Lapsley come in from Gillingham maybe maybe Laps not coming in um, has stopped Botang going out that could have been sort of a, a, a deal that was in the offing. I maybe he's expected someone like George Cooper to go out and go on loan because even when he's on bench, he never seems to get on when he could get on, you know, if there's a defensive injury. So he's maybe someone that could have possibly gone out and got some game time. I don't know whether non-league clubs can still take loans on um, after January or not. But, um, yeah, he's, he's maybe the one that could have possibly gone out and, and got some game time somewhere. Yeah, definitely. I think John Joe maybe as well, but then... If you look at the injuries at the back, is is he going to really let John Joe go out? So I think I don't think we had much room to manoeuvre, but I thought we'd do a little bit more than we have. Um, I'm not. I think it's a little bit disappointing because I think everybody hoped that there would be a few more coming through the door. But realistically, if Tom Nichols is the one that gets us up and his, his goals make the difference. Then they were right to go and get one. If he, if he comes in and if he comes in and scores, say five to ten goals between now and end of season, and you've got DKD chipping in with goals, Swanee chipping in with goals, Aikens chipping in with goals, then you know suddenly you know there there is goals in the team, and it, it, it you know as well as bringing players in to score goals, it was always also going to be about the players that we've got stepping up and and taking more chances because there's no doubt about it, we create chances and. You know, we we spend a lot of time through week talking about how we've created numerous chances and had X amount of shots on target, but 
not put it in back at net. So as well as the likes of Tom Nichols coming in and scoring, it's it's about the players that we've got starting to put it in back at net as well. Yeah, and I, I think that's the thing. I think well, I think James James Girls. I don't know how much he's going to get used, but I think James Girls due back at end of February as well. I reckon he had a bit of a setback, but he's due back at the end of February. So yeah, I think these these next two or three weeks are going to be big in terms of getting through it picking up a few results and then starting to get the injured players back and the suspended players back and then you know by the time we hit March we should have a, a few returning players and the squad should be in a lot better shape yeah I mean realistically looking at this we've got County Forest Green away Jesus that's the shit off um, Harrogate at home Warsaw away, um, Salford at home, and that's February. I don't think on paper that's a bad month. I think Kant is probably the hardest, um, but it's you know there's no easy games going into this. But if there was a few games that you were going to have players out injured for you would probably look at the league and pick them against Forest Green, Arrogate, Warsaw and Salford. You know, March brings us to Newport, MK, Swindon, Tranmere, Bradford, Colchester and Wrexham. So so March is a pretty unforgiving month. So I think, I think February is probably the month where you'd say if we were going to pick up injuries... And the games we've got, it's probably better these games now than like March. I mean, you know, you you look at what what's to come between now and the end of the season. And I think my my biggest concern would be not the injuries or suspension or players available, players not available. It's the fact that the majority of the games we've got left are at home, and our own form is not the greatest. So, you know, that that's one thing that we're going to need to sort out between now and the end of the season. The home form. Because, like, like I say, I think the majority of the games that we've got are are going to be home games. So we we need to start winning games at home. Away from home, we, we're fine. And like I say, even against uh, Wimbledon, we played most of the game with ten men, and arguably we should have won it. So you know, away from home, we don't seem to have a problem. And you know, a lot of the time we we'll go away from home. I won't say expecting to win, but knowing that you know we're, we're going to be in with a good chance of winning and, and playing well, but. There just seems to be this thing creeping in at home where there's like you can sort of sense it before the game's even kicked off that everyone's a bit anxious. So you know the the home form is going to be something that needs to improve between now and the end of the season. Yeah, definitely, and um, I think I think that's the thing, isn't it? Um, why do you think the home form's a struggle? Uh. I don't know, it could be it could be numerous things, I suppose, whether 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 it whether the crowd's playing a part or whether players just suit playing away from home. You know, obviously I know we've had a few games this season at home where teams have just come and sort of sat in with two banks of four and you can sort of tell from the opening seconds that they're gonna come and say you know, you're going to have to break us down. If we catch you on the counter and score, that's fine. If not, we're happy to leave here with a point. And, you know, early on in the season, I think there are a few games where we sort of drew because we couldn't break them teams down. Hopefully, Nichols bringing that bit extra in that final third, that's something different maybe can help us unlock teams that come and sort of sit in. Um, but I think at home, it's always about that first goal. I think if we get that first goal at home, then it sort of sets the sets the tone for the game. But I think a lot of it's the opposition as well. Yeah, I mean, I've just seen, like, I'm refreshing, like, Twitter and stuff like that. And um, Sheffield Wednesday brought in another striker um, from, I think he, click it, I think he's from Leeds. Um so yeah, that's that's another striker in. Obviously, Gregory's just going to be sat on his arse then for the rest of the season. And the thing is, I think I mean, don't quote me on this because I don't know like contracts and stuff like that. But genuinely, um, I think 
that Gregory's out of contract in the season. So if he's not playing in these last couple of months, then his his value's going to go down. So he's not going to be com- commanding twelve grand a week, is he? When you've not played much this season. Um, there's all there's also uh, rumours on the old social media that there could be a late outgoing. Um, who who that is? I've no idea. I can confirm that uh, after I told you earlier that Carlisle had inquired about Lucas Aikens, um, that that's not happening because Carlisle have put on that they've they finished and he hasn't gone. So that that one's uh, that one's not happening, which is a relief, first in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I've just seen that there's there's possibly a late outgoing. Who it is, I've no idea, but. Do you think it's Do you think it's Owen Mason? Because obviously people have been talking about Owen going back to Ireland on loan and stuff like that. Do you think it could be Owen? Because we've not announced that he's gone. Kian, mate, you've got your hand up. Um, I'm not sure if Owen Mason can go out uh, because he's been with uh, this is I think his third or second club this season. I'm pretty sure he can play for two clubs in the season. Yeah, so he's he's been to Wexford on Ireland on, on loan, but that's the only place he's been and he only played for us in a pre-season friendly. So. Yeah, I think he, he can go out. If he'd have played for us, well, he, could, he couldn't play for us could he? because he wasn't registered. Yeah. I don't think. Um, so, yeah, I think he can still go out, but I know we had this conversation earlier about him going back to Ireland. I, I don't understand the Irish season. It seems all mixed up and fucking back to front. I'm sure it only finished about three weeks ago. Um, so I don't know what's uh, I don't know what the situation would be there. I mean, I don't know. You you know more about uh, Owen's situation than what than what I do. Yeah, literally, the one time you need Edward on the space is when he's in bed. Um, literally, he'd, he'd tell you how many minutes and how many clean sheets he's had. Bless him. Um, <laughs> somebody in the chat they oh god honestly I hate reading this Twitter name because it's so long 2MTFCA289 says they are going to AFC Wimbledon whether he means himself is going to AFC Wimbledon or whether he means the player is going to AFC Wimbledon but I feel that he might mean the player that in question is going to uh, I mean he might just want to go for a day out like we did but to be fair, well, there's better pl- there's better places I could recommend. It's it's got it's got to be Boatang, hasn't it? It's got to be Boatang. Don't be doing this. Thing. There's seven minutes to go. Honestly, honestly, do you hang know- in there, Hero. Hang in there, Hero. <laughs> do you know what, mate? Honestly, I know it's been a bit of a damp squid this window, but if he goes out on loan, honestly, it's going to make my night just to see you have a breakdown on this live. I, I did. Well, he, he's an, he's another one like referring to earlier. He's another one who. I know he came on the last couple of times, the last couple of games. In fact, I don't think he got on a Wimbledon or it might have been the last couple of minutes or something. But he's one that even when he's been on bench, Nigel's not sort of turned to. So you could you could argue he was sort of wasting a squad space if we if we were that tight on squad spaces. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I would, in terms of numbers, I wouldn't be letting anyone like that go without someone coming in. Personally, and that's not just because it's Bowtie, and that would be any sort of senior player. I, I don't think we're in a position to be letting players out without having another one to come in. Yeah, it'd be, um, yeah, it's, it's a strange one, isn't it? He's going on about like injuries and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's it's a strange one if he's if he's looking at that, if he's not brought nobody else in and he's letting someone go, then clearly he's happy or he's got a plan. Like, I just can't think of it. It's got to be Boatang, on not it? Like, who, realistically, who else can it be? Kean, any ideas? Kean's not answering me now, look. He's blanking me. Kean's gone to bed. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. What is I, it? Um, uh, uh, to be fair, I agree. I don't... I think it's only here I'm that could go out unless McDonald's recovered, but I don't see that happening because he's not been in our squad recently. So maybe he could go out, but I can't, I just can't see it. I've, I reckon it'll be here on Bowerton. 
Yeah, it's, it's got to be, hasn't it? I can't, I can't envision it being anyone else, to be fair. I think he's the one that's been sort of linked with a move away or Winder, really, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, I know it's... I know for the most part it looked like it was uh, going to be Swindon who have also just put on that they're about to sign somebody. Um, God, it must be right good following a club where at five to uh, five to five minutes of deadline closing. The, yeah. They can only bring in loans and all because they're on their arse, aren't they? Oh, yeah, no. Don't, have you seen what they've put? They've what? put someone coming back. Was there talk of someone in particular coming back soon? It's got to be McCurdy, hasn't it? It's got to be. Is he not with someone? He, he's with Hibs, but he's been available. Like he's he's been available to loan. Apparently, it's not worked out. It, oh my god! You know what? That's some. If they brought McCurdy back, that is some quality signing. Again, you know, it's a bit. Everyone seems that little bit stronger now, don't it? I think some. Some teams have had some really good jan- like January. I didn't think Sutton were that bad when they came, but then by all accounts, they absolutely uh, they absolutely pasted um, Arrogate, but just lost. So what? Strange, isn't it? So, but yeah, everyone everyone seems to be, you know, a little bit stronger. Um, I, I think know. there's only us. Well, last time I checked, I think. That Barrow had only brought one in, unless they've signed more late on today. So I think us and Barrow have probably been the least active. I don't, I don't, um, I don't think Tranny's brought anyone in. Have No. Like I said, there was also no point just going out and bringing players in for the sake of it. We had to be bringing in players who were going to affect the team and were going to improve us in the areas that we needed improving. You know, it probably would have been easy just to go out and sign mm. two or three players. At 17, 18 year old that you know weren't really going to affect us, but we had them in. They had to be players that were going to, like I say, would be used by Nigel, and that's what I say with the likes of Botang. This could have been done two or three weeks ago because it was obvious that he was available to go out on loan. He could have been loaned out, and somebody else could have brought in who Nigel would have played more regularly than what he plays. Hiram, who was going to have an effect on on the rest of the season, but yeah, I, I just, I just worry that we're letting another player go and we've got no one, there's no one lined up to come in, obviously at this late stage. Yeah. And I think, I think that's yeah, the thing, isn't it? Unless we're going to pull a Matty Longstaff at 10 past 11. Well, he's a free agent, isn't he? I mean, where, where is he nowadays? He's still a free. He's still a free agent. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's a uh, again. I'm surprised no one's come up for that. Who do you think, apart from obviously taking Stag's cap off? Look at looking around the league now, mate. Who do you think's had a really good window? Uh, well, obviously, Wrexham have signed some uh, some good players as we knew they would. You know, talk about. Bank League, I'm sure I've seen some that Luke Bolton that they signed from Salford. I'm sure I've seen somewhere they paid like 700 grand for him or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, obviously they've they've made some good uh, acquisitions. Like I said, I like Cole Stockton at Gone to Barrow. I think that'll be a good signing for them. So, you know, team, teams around us have improved as well. Um, so it's certainly going to make it an interesting, uh, an interesting running. Yeah, yeah, and I think I'm all right in thinking all your paperwork has to be done in and submitted at eleven o'clock. Yeah, or file for one of them extension things that gets you an extra two hours. Yeah, also. I mean, literally, it's well, it's been a fucking damp squid, hasn't it? Really. Um, so yeah, can you remind me, can you, oh, I know it's John Joe O'Toole that's gone out. Is it? John Joe O'Toole has joined AFC Wimbledon on loan until the end of the season. Now, that surprises me. Yeah. Because he's just come back from injury and he was used straight away. Yeah, that's that's a proper strange one, that is. Especially when he said he's got seven defenders injured or out. 
Ooh. Manager Nigel Clough said, JJ wants to go out and play some games and we wanted to give him that opportunity. He's been restricted in terms of the number of games he's been able to play this season. He's done really well for us since coming to the club in October 2022, but recently has been injury-plagued. With Elliot Hewitt on the way back, I believe it's an ideal time for him to go out and play. Um, and it's... Silver lining, folks. Hiram stays. Hiram remains. The promotion party continues. Jesus fucking Christ, honestly. I can't believe it. <laughs> I was so getting ready for your, like, 11 o'clock breakdown. About, My meltdown. And, and it just <laughs> not happened. I was going to gloat to you about getting your shirt signed and everything. Um, well, that, that, that rules out putting uh, John Joe with a tooling back line on Saturday then, doesn't it? Yeah. That's ruled that uh, theory out. Yeah, so for those of you that do fan up, check him out. Uh, Kian, mate, you've got your hand up. Uh, I've just seen that Harry McCurdy has returned to Swindon. Wow. So, you know what? That's not bad for a club that was in absolute turmoil hours ago and couldn't do this and couldn't do that. So, yeah, even, even Swindon's, you know, got better. And, yeah, it's um, it's been a strange window. And, yeah, I think that's that's the best place to end it. So, thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm sorry we've had to talk about the same shit for an hour just to drag it out until the window closes but i appreciate your listening and i'm going to let richard have the last word on who hasn't gone out on loan richard here am remains the promotion party continues and we'll see you all for three points at the mill on saturday thank you very much for listening see you all later cheers rich cheers kian see you later cheers This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today.